Welcome to Subrosa. A podcast about security, human rights, conflict and law with an Australian and Southeast Asian focus. In this episode, we interview Firli Anissa, an activist and lecturer in media and communication at Muhammadiyah University in Yogyakarta, Indonesia. Firli is also involved with the NGO Rumah Cinema, where she promotes media literacy amongst young people. We spoke about issues around the portrayal of women in Indonesian media and advertising, how social stereotypes of gender roles affect the way women see themselves and interact with society, and also discussed the commodification of Muslim identity amongst middle-class consumers, the rise of Islamic fashion, and the moral and aesthetic pressures this highly visible consumer trend places on women. Thank you for joining us, Feely. Yes, uh, thank you for having me in here. No worries. Through your work as a lecturer in media and communication, and also in your work at Rumah Cinema, Cinema House, you've worked to promote the empowerment of women, media literacy, and also to address issues to do with violence in the media and the portrayal of women in the media. What are some of the main issues you see in Indonesian media around the portrayal of women? Okay, uh, yeah, I have a research about the media and also about the gender issue in Indonesian media. There are many constructions that give uh, or represent a woman not as a uh, independent woman, but the opposite things happen when the woman uh, construct uh, as a wife and also need the husband to declare their identity. So it is a kind of uh, problem in Indonesia. It because uh, we ha- we have a uh, the biggest uh, Muslim countries in in the world. So it's kind of uh, related with our religion that uh, the woman supposed to be a good wife when she have a husband and also as a uh, as a what's it the partner of the in the domestic life she have a great uh, domestic role to take care of the families having a kid and also always uh, following what husband says so it's kind of a media give uh, added a construction that the woman who doesn't have a husband is not a ideal woman. So it's, it's very important for a woman, especially a Muslim in Indonesia, to have a husband when they are in 25 years old. The society always asks when they are married and, and always asks uh, when they have a kids and yeah the the woman should we have a good what is it a role in the domestic domestic job something like that and also it's it's become a huge and huge is because the media always represent the woman who have a, 
a big attitude is also using a fill so it's a kind of uh, they they added the symbolize of woman ideal woman is always having a file and uh, follow what they uh, they has uh, they has been said and also uh, it's very complicated situation when you are a woman and you are Muslim and now you are not using a fail now it's very big issues it's because media also repeat and repeat again the construction of the ideal woman so we see the reinforcement then of a lot of stereotypes of the ideal Indonesian woman in the media. How do these stereotypes affect the way women see themselves and then interact with society in general? Yeah. Uh, um, nowadays, there is a uh, many women have uh, good work also in the outside of home, like me. I have a job, I have a, a good career, and also well educated. But in the same time, the society also wants a woman to be have a kind of double burden so they have they must have a good family while they have a good career so it's kind of uh, uh, there is a no uh, gender equality in in that in that kind of situation is because the men not uh, not to have a kind of a demand kind of society like 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 a woman so it's very difficult to uh explain now uh beside my reflection as a woman indonesian woman to explain that no i i want to have a a good career and uh, later on i will have a a, a family is because i need to pursue my dream and something like that but it's also it's also happened when uh, the the men asking a woman to okay now you get married with me and is this his choice to you for not to have a work outside of home so it's kind of dilemma for a woman for a young woman and beside that the society also uh, want uh, like a give a judgment if the kids don't have a good reputation good a kind of achievement in the school in the society the the person who who was blamed is a woman a wife or a mother the mother so this is kind of situation that we we must handle now in indonesia and i think there are there are many uh, women young women decided to across to a uh, move to the another town to have a space for her family to have a good job and have a, a what is it good decision for her life there are many friends my friends that have a decision like that so it's because in indonesia family have a big influence to give a decision and also uh, decided what is your uh, what is what your future life especially for a woman. This is also related with the Islamic values in Indonesia that uh, they are explained that uh, a woman or the doctor must follow what their father said. So it's, it's kind of a difficult, another difficult situation for a woman to decide, to decide it 
what they want to do in the next future. So besides the social pressures created by the stereotype of the ideal woman, how might Indonesian women internalise some of the unrealistic aesthetic standards like skin whiteness and thinness that are so heavily promoted to them by the media and advertising? And how could young women try to counter the pressures of living, of living up to such unrealistic standards? Yeah, it's related, related with the industries and also the media also construct ideal woman is very wide and thin and also have a, what is it, a two sides of life, like a happy in family life and also a good in the career. Always like that. The advertisement always uh, construct about the woman like that. But... Uh, and and also there is interesting interesting issue in in Indonesia. There are many uh, cosmetic where is it? salon, the, uh, the clinic, yeah, clinic, the beauty clinic that offer uh, the white skin uh, treatment, something like that, and also cosmetic. And that's really related with the we are we are colonized uh, countries, and we have a. A dream like uh, what what we saw in the past century that the wom- the ideal woman is very thin is very uh, wide and on also we want to uh, what is it to follow what we saw in in the past century and and also now uh, the what is it the domination of the ideology and power is still in western country so there are many uh, construction of a woman is is uh, based on based on the western country also uh, and we must know that the the all of cosmetic in indonesia offer the whitening skin, yeah. <laughs> if you uh, if we going to supermarket, we we trying to uh, cosmetic. There are no one, no uh, no 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 one uh, cosmetic not offering about the whitening skin. So it's very it's very uh, ridiculous. I think it's it's very it's not the reality, but. Yeah, it's happened in Indonesia, and how to counter it? Um, I guess uh, there are still many uh, uneducated people in Indonesia uh, regarding this. That we we must uh, give uh, knowledge and explanation that the Western value is not not totally always true, <coughs> and the the media. <coughs> The media just want to uh, get uh, advantage for the market for the uh, cosmetic industry, kind of cosmetic industry, something like that. So, how to uh, counter that? I think is very, uh, very. It can be through the education, and and it's also I doing a kind of literacy media kind of a workshop how to counter what media say uh, but it's, it's quite small kind of activity yeah there are many no many uh, organization or people uh, have a concern like that so it's, it's it's quite a homework for me and also my organization 
and we need support from uh, a different organi organization and also another uh, another person who who can help us to yeah to help us to give a promote or, or give a spread out our knowledge to the young people it's because it happened in young people in the what is it we call in uh, 16 yeah 16 until 30 I guess 30 years old wants to they are obese to obese to uh, what is it to have a white skin and also the skin the thinning body and also now uh, the cosmetic also offer not only women without fail but also woman who wearing a fail it must be white also <laughs> so it's very ridiculous and they're trying to relate it with the halal cosmetic and also Islamic values to if you have if you want to have a, a most ideal Muslim you must have a white skin clean and use kind this 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 halal cosmetics on the matter yeah that's one of the most unusual things in Indonesia is the association with being a good Muslim girl with having white skin yeah it's really bizarre so you've written about Islamic fashion and globalization with Islamic fashion becoming a highly visible part of consumer culture in Indonesia how do young women understand and project an image of the pious feminine through Islamic fashion? Yeah, I think uh, there is many young women not realize that happen. Uh, just want to being a modest and also uh, have a good style with a feel. And there are uh, there are many organizations based on the Islamic based on Islamic uh, religion, is Islamic, what is it, value, kind of hijabers community, who, the woman who wearing a hijab, something like that. But the, but the, realize the, the exactly they, they do is kind of fashion show and doing a consumer culture. They just, what is it, label the identity a uh, label uh, give a label for organizing like a islamic organization but the real the real things is not kind of that so i'm just give a critics for the organization and also i'm a write on the research about the article about how they can uh give kind of doing commodification with the islamic mm -hmm. value and there are there are a few i think there are a few a young woman realized that it's because yeah that being a good Muslim is very important in Indonesia and young Muslim uh, and uh, ideal Muslim is also kind of uh, represent with the symbol with kind of symbol like wearing a hijab going to Mecca and also wear the the good things that labeling halal or something like that so it's kind of um, uh, very it's kind of very memprihatinkan, um, very... It's a bit... It, it's, it's concerning. Yeah. Disconcerting. Dis yeah, yeah. So, there are just a market, I, I guess so, there are market of the 
the new ideology in Indonesia that politic identity in Indonesia is uh, very very uh, rising based on religion and they are the market yeah. So, yeah they are exactly the market so it's, it's very interest to to explain it to them that you are just a market you just uh, or is it the, the, uh, you are the, the target of the industry itself and it, it's quite a, it's quite ridiculous for me it's because I know that being a good Muslim is not in that way so yeah so yeah. I even saw advertise um, halal cat food makanan kucing oh yeah oh yeah I did yeah oh. Halal cat food in Indonesia. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. Oh so it's all halal consumerism, halal consumer Consumer-ism. culture. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on uh, a month ago, I guess we have uh, also controversies because one of hijab, friend of hijab, uh, the name is Zoya, give a label halal for for the hijab. <laughs> It's, how come? How come it's not halal? <laughs> the other hijabs aren't halal. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And who says? Who says? Who decides which hijab is halal? Uh, yeah, 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 of course. And I'm personally not believe for MUI. Yeah, uh, the, the Commission Ulama, Ulama Indonesia, yeah, the Commission the, of Islamic Commission. Yeah, it's yeah. because the MUI itself. Uh, the, commi- the the member of the commission is chosen by the parties so it's kind of related with the politics also yeah, and, and, and they also have some commercial interests themselves yeah, yeah. yeah. with the halal certificate that it can be we may, we can pay then and but yeah but our society very believe with MOE uh, and when I said uh, I give a what is it a public lecture in the uh, mosque or in the Islamic organization, there's always uh, someone or, or person that attack me is because I'm criticized them. Yeah, so kind of there are the god MU is like a god. There's it's impossible to get have a wrong decision. So have a, a opposite opinion with the MUE seems like we attack a religion itself yeah, yeah it's it, yeah it's ever happened in my <laughs> experience although they've they've made some pretty funny decisions at yeah, times yeah 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 and yeah. done some really very non-halal things themselves yeah, yeah probably one of the most non-halal things was when one of the members was caught in Bogor with yeah yeah with two girls, two girls. making a porno yeah yeah <laughs> You 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 know that yeah. it's very embarrassing. Oh my god! So embarrassing. And they, they have a salary for from count our count our government. Yeah. Salary to say that it's halal or unhalal. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Ridiculous. Halal porno. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I'll ask you one more question. Yeah. The last question here. What are some of the ways that um that you and your organization work to promote media literacy with young people. Yeah. Uh, besides, I'm working for a workshop to the young people and so for a woman. I also have a kind of uh, pub- published my research 
to spread out our knowledge and all, all uh, our uh, explanation how we must uh, criticize the media itself and I also uh, in the end of the semester I teach uh, media and religion uh, religion and media in in English and also multicultural communication I have a task for my uh, students to to uh, doing a literacy workshop of literacy media in the end of the semester so they are, can spread out their uh, knowledge for me and they can they can also spread the, to more uh, to to many society in the in the village that near with our university so kind of uh, kind of volunteerism work something like that so if i have a seven classes and in one classes i can uh, separate my student in the five groups so there is a five or uh, 35 groups that can spread uh, our knowledge for, for criticize the media so i think that the adventist being a lecturer we can we can use our student also to being an agent, uh, yeah, agent, agent of change, of the the situation that we we always face in our society. Yeah. Okay, thank you so much for your time today, Feely. So, if people would like to learn more about what your organisation do. Can they find you on social media yeah. or do you have a website? Yeah, we have a social media in Facebook uh, with the name Rumah Cinema Yogyakarta. Yogyakarta and also we have an Instagram with the same name and also the Twitter. Okay, yeah. and it's Rumah Ruma Cinema. Rumah Cinema, yeah. Spelled R-U-M-A-H-S-I-N-E-M-A. Yeah? Yeah. Yogyakarta. Don't forget. Yeah. Okay, thanks again for your time today. Thank you, kids. See you again.